Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with Lindley and Ryan. Yeah, we all know someone who's opened a new business, mm-hmm. usually in the FMB space, mm-hmm. fashion, the retail industry. By the launch of an entire airline? Not quite. And at a time when the travel industry is yet to return to pre-pandemic levels, well, it really takes a visionary to do that. And of course, guts. Yeah, so our C-suite guest today is the founder and CEO of a new carrier. Mm-hmm. And here's a bit of a background. Five years after stepping down as chief executive of budget carrier Nokia, he's making a comeback in Thailand's aviation industry by launching his own carrier. Yeah, but if you've been following the scene, uh, prior to his stint in the aviation industry, he's pretty well known for his outgoing personality and entertainment skills. He's been starring in several advertisements while mm-hmm. working in the advertising industry. Quite the star there. Now, his grandfather was Thailand's ninth prime minister and a former foreign Minister and Ambassador to the United States. His father also served a short stint as Foreign Minister. Okay, without further ado, let's hear from the man himself, Party Sarasin. Cool man. That's right, Party Sarasin, founder and CEO of Really Cool Airlines, who's joining us live oh. from Thailand. Party, welcome thank to you the very show. Thank for having me. Yes, thank you. Wow, it's pretty early. <laughs> yeah. First of all, congratulations on the launch of your new airline. Before we get to the main part of the conversation, have you ever thought of entering politics like your father and grandfather? Well, recently, maybe, yeah. With Thailand's issues, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I thought about it. Been invited quite a few times, but no, I I sort of uh, took out... It's not my my game, no. Okay, so your game privacy was the advertising space, and you've been into the entertainment space as well, being a bit of a local celebrity on shows, TV dramas. You've even been in the singing contest, The Must Singer. So why did you decide to go into this new chapter um, from advertising into aviation? Well, the, uh, the pandemics actually caused me to come back. Um, uh-huh. I was actually was not involved in anything to do with aviation anymore. I was actually an advisor for Dusit Hotels, as also the uh, the Rhineland uh, real estate company. And I was requested by the uh, the former CEO of uh, Thai AirAsia X as a good friend to help how to survive through the pandemic mm-hmm. with 15 aircrafts on the ground. And um, so I came in and uh, offered a lot of free services to reduce the cost of coming up with new ideas and in preparation also for the opening back into the industry once the COVID passes. Unfortunately, um, things was going really well until the, the man got sick and eventually passed away last June. So it was a year ago when that happened. So that was the reason why I thought something that has to be done because we started something together, the idea. So that's sort of crossing my mind. And, um, and when I actually came back to the airline economics conference in Singapore, actually, mm-hmm. I was asked by many of the uh, lessors and um, suppliers and everyone said, look, you're the only one left who actually not got hit by the COVID and uh, you should come back into the industry. And I I just laughed at it, by the way. Um, Having said that, I started looking back into all the whole industry as it's progressing towards, um, you know, recovery. What really surprised me was that the airline seems to have forgotten the COVID and everything's returned to normal uh, with no changes at all. 
Okay, and um, well, that scared the hell out of me. I said, <laughs> "How can we not learn anything from this at all and uh, go back to, as if everything is normal? Because if it happens again, we're going to go through the same cycle again. So there needs to be an airline which breaks away from this." That's correct. How did you come and, up with that interesting name? You know, I tell you. Um, actually, I, I started an OTA called Really Cool Go. Um, actually, based in Singapore, actually, but it hasn't been launched yet because of the COVID period, right? Mm-hmm. But the uh, the name Really Cool really caught my attention because it has to be a name that has to be globally recognized in the positioning right away, right? And given the fact that uh, in order for airlines to survive. It cannot be remain in just one revenue stream. It has to have a multi-revenue stream in order to to make sure that we can actually sustain through the next pandemics. So therefore, expansion horizontally and create an ecosystem is important. And really cool word, <laughs> actually, is timeless, right? And it's ageless and it's global. You know, it's everywhere. It, uh, you can actually identify the same sort of a meaning across the globe in one word without us having to create a brand awareness that uh, trying to explain people things, what we're trying to be. And so therefore, that's why the, uh, the really cool name was. All right. There is a really cool idea. So you've got a really cool idea for really cool airlines. Uh, Party, walk us through what someone can expect the really cool experience because we have so many airlines out there already. What will you be offering that could potentially be different and will attract someone to try it out? What is the really cool experience going to be like? Well, the name itself is going to really draw people in anyways, right? Mm-hmm. For the interest, they all want to know how cool it is, uh, right right from the day one. I've got like a waiting list of people here mm. in Thailand now wanting to fly us with us, us um, having a plane. <laughs> what sort <laughs> right of planes have you got? On, we're going to be working with the A330s, mm-hmm. right? A330s, white bodies, um, and A350s in the future. Um, we're only going to be flying pretty much mainly on the long haul. Singapore will be one of our destinations, nice. however. Yes, because um, I think it's a very important market, actually, Singapore is. So how you position the market? It's a lifestyle brand, obviously. Um, totally different from what you see with regards to the overall as a brand. Um, it will be a brand that you can actually, well, we can make money without even flying in the future. Now, that's the part whereby it's, it's important because if there's any more pandemics, um, the cash flow will continue to flow the way we designed our, our airlines. And it will be all interlinked. I mean, I wish I could tell you all about it, but I think it would give away so much, uh, all these uh, confidentiality to all our listeners today who are mm-hmm. competitors, obviously. Many, maybe are listening to all this right now. Yes, but it will be different. All right. So it sounds totally like you're different. hinting of um, partnerships that goes beyond the airline. You're making different revenue streams beyond what you're selling at, on airplane. And you're talking about innovation as well. So I'm quite curious yes. how you're going to innovate what's been there for so many years. How are you going to do things differently? Are we expecting, for example, a different entertainment system on board? What are we looking at? It's a lot more than that, actually. What we want people to do uh, with regards to the experience on the plane is that the first five seconds is going to be a wow. You just have to wow when you walk into the plane. In actual fact, I'm going to try to bring my plane to Singapore air show, you know, uh, just to wow the people a little bit. <laughs> but uh, yes, we are turning heads inside out with regards to our team to, to establish uh, something new with regards on the plane itself. But surrounding it, um, we're going to be working a lot with the uh, artificial intelligence, with the chat GPT and above, 
we're going to create um, a new interaction systems in such a way that uh, will provide uh, the customers with a lot of the pain points recovery. For example, if you're, you're stuck somewhere, you won't be stuck. We already have lots of airlines wanting to partner with us even prior to having the, the license, actually, in Japan, in Korea, in Taiwan. And a possibility is uh, my discussion will be probably with the, the Singapore's as well, Singapore Airlines as well. So We are in conversation with Patti Sarasin, founder and CEO of Really Cool Airlines. Patti, I'm still not getting you know, a clear picture of how you plan out this plan to stand out in an already competitive space and why now? Why now? It's very simple. Right now, it's a recovery stage of the, uh, the COVID period. You have to understand that, that the pent-up demand for traveling is enormous. You can expect the, uh, the, the tick air ticket from Thailand to, to Singapore now. It's crazy. So you can, start, you can see now that the price of these tickets are going, is going crazy still, and it will be like this for three to four years. The reason is because most of the aircrafts are either going through the MROs being fixed other people have been fired somewhere along the line, and it's not really at full recovery stage yet. And people think it's going to be in one year. If you're an experienced airliner, you know to bring back all these aircrafts into the to the air to get the uh, supply going. I mean, for the demand, it's going to take numbers of years, not numbers of months. And um, so, therefore, this is going to be like this for some time yet. Mm. Now, how are we different? I wish I can tell you, but I rather wait for you right. guys to wait. Experience to see, really, it. Okay. One of the things I've gathered mm. is you've been selling memberships, and it goes to the tune yes. of around six thousand yes. dollars a pop. So, is that the way you're going? You're know, selling all these bundles? Ah, okay. No, we launched actually in Singapore called Really Cool Us membership. It's, it's actually more like a electronic membership. But we haven't really sold it yet. But what we were trying to do is to create um, a unique selling proposition membership mm-hmm. that will probably be like, it's called the Innovative Hub. Anything new in the world of aviation will be passed through our membership. Oh, so it's a perk. So the, oh, it's, not, it's more than a perk. It's a testing ground. You guys will be guinea pigs for all <laughs> my innovations. And there's plenty of them, I promise you. <laughs> well, the, the, the perks is just the, the toys. Uh-huh. But uh, what's behind it is actually a lot more. And uh, we plan to, to actually sell it, opening for sales, probably around December. But uh, we also already have the partnerships, such as uh, the Standard Hotel Group, the Dusitani Hotel, the mm-hmm. Six Car Rental, mm-hmm. Global Ticks. You know, I mean, we're talking about brands that's well recognized. So, I mean, it must be good, right, to have all those as your partners right from day one, even when you haven't even started selling it. Patti, you've piqued so, my uh, interest now. Tell us more about those innovative experiments that are brewing in your head right now. The future trends of flying, perhaps. The future trends of flying will change. Well, it has changed. It's changed a lot, actually. If you think about it, what's happening today is that the global... Uh, corporate travels actually is, has been reduced. The reason is because as you know, the same system we're talking now, most of the interviews are done on videos and meet Google Meets, Zooms, stuff like that, which actually changed the behavior for a lot of corporates, right? Because it's gone over the past number of years, two to three years with this system. So therefore, what's happening now, there's a big cut in the global travel for the corporates. For example, if you travel normally four times a month, it's reduced down to once a month and the rest... It's through Zooms and Google Meets, right? So that particular aspect um, allow people now to cut costs, right? A second part is that 
you know how the social media is being played. And uh, the thing is, the big corporates now, within four-hour flights, prefer not to take the business class. They take the economy class. And uh, also the CEOs have reduced down from first class down to the uh, business class. And they don't take photos anymore of them being first class if they ever fly that because everyone will see it. And it's rather, I don't think it looks very cool. <laughs> so therefore, right now, I can see that the um, most of the traveling that happens with the corporates will be down onto the business class and onto the premium economy as such as a majority. So any airlines that invest a lot in first class, mm, I think it's a waste in, in my opinion. Okay, that's number one. However, though, people are willing to pay more for travels for holidays because the fact that they don't take the corporate travels, they take their families out on Christmas or New Year, they spend a hell of a lot. They put everyone on business class because it's once or twice a year. You really go for long holidays. So they're willing to pay a lot more for it because all the money's being saved throughout this. So you see this behavior coming along, right? Right now, for example, Thailand, um, Japan, the seasonality is gone. From Japan to Thailand, it's continuous flow of 80 to 90% load factors on the aircraft because people just want to get away. Simply as that. I want to get away, you know. I remember going to Singapore for the first meeting after two to three years. It's like going to London. I had actually stopped at the duty-free to buy things. I, I never do that normally, but I just did on that behavior. So therefore, you can see the behavior changes, right? Thirdly, is that the, um, when people start flying, they actually base everything on experience now. Experience becomes a key issue. Things people buy is lesser important than people providing experience. The reason is because of the social media, the Instagrams, you know, the TikToks, whatever, is driving this to do experience things and put them for everyone to see. So the, the image-driven thing is a phenomenon that's across the globe. Um, everyone's doing this. And we might as well create the experience whereby people can actually do free advertising for us on the planes, right? How you save your marketing costs is through these people of the customers themselves. But we have to provide an item or a reason for them to advertise us. If you put them on a normal, boring airline, no one's going to show anything. So we have to come up with something cool all the time. So that's good. All right, Patty. Unfortunately, we're, we've run out of time. So much to talk about. Yes. Thank you so much for your time this morning. <laughs> Patty Sarasin, the founder and CEO of much. New Carrier Really Cool Airlines. Thank you very much. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.